You're listening to Here is the News, brought to you by Spotify. And now, live from 2095, here's Jet Bexer. Good morning, folks. This is Jet Bexer coming to you live from 2095 from the comfy confines of Studio 1A on Satellite 2, and this is Here is the News. Now, I'm going to look at my timer, but we're not even going to make some noise here. We're not even going to start the timer. This will be a brief episode. As we know, episode 11 of Bexer just dropped this morning at midnight, 12.01 to be exact, and already has one listener. And I can take a wild guess on who that might be. I do have water sitting next to me, but we won't take a break. I can take a wild guess on who that was, but I can't be 100% certain. But I think I know who it was. Now, to those of you in Ruston, L.A., and the rest of the two whole, two whole listeners that we have in Louisiana. I just wanted you both to know that I am very appreciative, and this is the CEO speaking, and this is Keith R. Reese. Jet Bexer has been given the day off. It is Sunday, the 29th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Please go to Mass. Izzy and I are going to go at 11 a.m. at St. Mary, Our Lady of the Lake, where we will get to see good old Father Ed who was very gracious in showing me on Friday his two apartment units that he does own in Lago Vista. Now, they were not in show condition. They were still being worked on. But uh, he, he was very gracious to take time out after saying the daily mass at noon to show me these two unit, two unit these apartment units. And yes, they were old and they were a bit small for our needs, and I very gracefully gracefully declined his offer, which was very generous. And by golly, I have to admit, the third level roof, the patio roof on this apartment complex was outstanding. The view of Lake Travis from this rooftop, where he had patio furniture up there and everything already, Fake plants. He said he didn't have a very good green thumb. <laughs> I said, that's one thing we have in common, Father Ed. Uh, every plant that my mother gives me is usually uh, doomed. It, it's a death sentence. Uh, they will eventually die. <laughs> he said, yeah, that, that's, that's me too. I can't keep any plants alive at all. So he had a few fake plants up there and some patio furniture, and the view was amazing. And we both know from living in Austin for so long that Lake Travis does get full from time to time, and it's way down right now because of the drought. But when Lake Travis is full, the view up there is even more spectacular, and he knows, he knows that. That's the reason he bought the place. He said, this is a great place to watch sunsets. Uh, the roof is fantastic. The patio roof is a great place for prayer. And, you know, a priest is going to say that. And I, I was actually the one that said it first. He said, yeah, I come up here to pray all the time. And then he turned around and he said, look that way. 
you can see the steeple of the church. And it was a good two miles away, maybe a mile and a half. And I said, well, Abby Dog, you can see it. I said, this is a great place, Father Ed, but it looks like we're going to have to stay put. At right here in good old Studio 1A in the house, the Blue House in Cedar Park, and just stay put. And even though finances are very tight on the negative side, but we're going to have to stay put. And he understood. But we'll be going to Mass at 11 this morning, and it is just short of 6 a.m. here in the good old present of 2023. So this will be quick. I wanted to uh, give an exclusive to those of you in Ruston, L.A., and the other two listeners that we have there in Louisiana, the land of Louis. Uh, we wanted to give you an exclusive. I, I did. Be, I say we all the time because, you know, when I first started working, it was McDonald's <laughs> where I was taught that you don't say I. That everyone's on a team. You know, it doesn't matter whether you like them or not. You're still working with them. That They're your co-workers. So whenever you talk about you, you just want to say we. So, yeah, we have a lot of fictional characters here on Bexer. And here is the news. Pollux, CC2, whoever else. You know, Bexer himself. They're all fictional <laughs> They're all fictional characters. It is just me doing this for both podcasts. I am a one-man show, but I have no problem with saying we. Because the Holy Spirit is in this room. Um, I don't know who else is in here. It's pretty tiny. <laughs> but yeah, it is a we operation. And even though I still don't give myself full credit. Let me get some water and then we'll wrap this up. As you notice, there was no music. Uh, there will be no intermission music, and there will be no music at the end credits. This will be just straight up, here is the news, with me just talking, and then that will be it. I don't need a timer because I have one right in front of me with audacity. We're at six minutes plus. So let's get right down to it. Yeah, I'm staying put. But to those of you in Ruston, L.A., and again, our two glorious... Wonderful listeners, both of you young ladies in Louisiana, let me just say, uh, there is a place exactly halfway between, we'll call it 205 miles either way, that um, possibly we might be able to meet again once again. I don't know when, but I will let you know, and you both know who you are. So that being said, what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to keep working, keep, keep being a dad. You know, Izzy's going to play on the golf team this year. That's in the spring. So we're trying to get her prepared for that mentally and, you know, physically, you know, playing the game. And she's doing well in school, and I'm very proud of her. She's off to a great start with her grades, much better than she ever did with Holy Family. So what can a dad say except, be, except he's very proud? She's still in bed, but she'll, up, she'll be up. She said, let's go riding in the morning. Hopefully she'll go with me, but if, she, if not, you know, that's okay. There'll be other times. We're staying put. We're right here in the old blue house. No apartments. That foolishness is out the door. 
So is $210, but you know, you know, what are we going to do? Apartments keep deposits. They have their rules. They're stupid, but they're not my rules. I should have listened closer. So $210 ran out, you know, walked out of my pocket. I don't care. I lose money. I do it all the time. So what am I going to be what am I going to be doing? Besides keeping on looking for a place to be three and a half years from now, perhaps a house, perhaps somewhere near a lake, I would really like that because peace and quiet appeals to me. I grew up in a small town. I came to the city to work. Yeah, but Austin has become a fun place. A lot of people want to be here. I mean, this past weekend was the Circuit of the Americas. Actually, it's today. The big race, the international race, open wheel racing, Grand Prix racing, right here in Austin. I've never been. I've been to the track. But it's a big weekend for European and international Grand Prix, Grand Prix race, fran <laughs> race fans. The airport at Bergstrom is lined up with, you know, private planes, private jets, rich folks coming from all over the world to see this race. And then they go on to Mexico, and then I think it's back maybe to South America, then back to Europe. I don't follow the Grand Prix tour, but today it comes through Austin. So, yeah, Austin has a lot going on, a lot of high-tech companies, and that's why I'm here. I'm a high-tech guy. I've been a techie, a guy working in IT, for 31-plus years. And that will be 34-plus years when good old Izzy graduates in the spring of 27. Lots is on the horizon here in Cedar Park itself. We just learned of another place called Shields that's going to be built right across the street along with Nebraska Furniture Mart a hotel convention center, and a slew of other small shops and restaurants, along with the Shields, right where in a big field that most of us in this neighborhood enjoyed, just a big herd of cows, mooing, walking around, just delightful for people like me who grew up in Louisiana. But the cows are gone. They've been long evicted, and soon construction will... I guess land clearing and all that kind of stuff has already begun right across the street where all these big things are going to be built. And that's going to be right next to what is already there, an event center called the HEB Center. So Cedar Park, this neighborhood, is going to be surrounded by lots of stuff, lots of traffic, and hopefully by then when they're supposed to be done in 25 and 26, by then, the value of this property should skyrocket. So that was part of my decision-making in staying put. Plus, I do have a good job that pays well. They call me a rock star. I don't like it, but I am. And I expect, like I said, you know, come December and January, a bump in pay. That will make things even easier for me to try and make up for the loss that I've incurred since my unfortunate mishap in August. We're not even going to talk about that. 
money comes and goes, but my faith in God never swerves. In fact, since August, it's become stronger than ever, and one of the people that we're speaking to right now in Louisiana knows the full story as to why my faith has been bolstered so much. Through the roof, in fact. <laughs> so yes, I'm an author. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get back to writing. I have plot projects. Let's say it again. Let's say it again after we drink some water. We're at 12 minutes. One moment. I'm going to get back to writing. God is ready for me to start doing that again. I have started working on an outline for what I call the sequel trilogy, which is the last three books, maybe, <laughs> of the 2095 series. So that would be parts 5, 6, and 7. As you know, parts 2, 3, and 4 came out in February. I did all three of them at once. So I intend to work on those, but, you know, as I'm doing an outline right now, and uh, a certain somebody in the middle of Louisiana will be familiar with the theme of falling in love, then a certain person leaving before they had a chance to even take off with marriage being spoken about even then, but nothing happened. In fact, you know, fast forward a year, then another four years, make it five years, it's like they hardly even know each other. Yet five years earlier, they were so madly in love, they were even wanting to get married. But it never happened. And, you know, you can't go back and change the past. There is no such thing as time travel. It's fiction. I enjoy fiction, you know, science fiction, but that's why I enjoy writing it. I like to watch it because there are no rules. But in reality, there are. But as a writer, I can use that as a theme and uh, use time travel to my advantage. So I can write about a happy ending and make it the very conclusion of part seven. Okay, all right, so that being said, what are the titles? So here are the exclusive looks at the titles of parts five, six, and seven. And then I'll give you the titles of what I'm working on first, which is precedes the sequel, the, the sequel trilogy, which is nonfiction. And uh, the second book is historical fiction. At my mother's request, she would like a story about her paternal grandparents, the Williams family of Natchitoches, Louisiana, the very people who are responsible for the construction of Rose Lawn, which is the big old greenhouse at the corner of Williams and St. Maurice Lane in Natchitoches, Louisiana, which was built in 1903. I think it's 1903, yes. My mom will correct me if I'm wrong there. <laughs> she wants a story written about her paternal grandparents and the, the building of that house. And I have lots of material that has been given to me for research, and I've already done the research. Yeah, I read them all summer long, and then I reread them again and again until I had a good idea of what an outline would be. So, for that book, which will be number two in line, that's on deck, on deck of the 
nonfiction. We'll go ahead and give you the title. The title will be of the historical fiction. And, you know, it's a working title, but I don't think it's going to change. Let me pull it up so I can give you the exact quote because the title comes from a poem and I do not remember who the poet was, but I do have it written down, so don't worry. But I can give you the title. Here it goes. And you might want to write this down. The historical fiction will be called That the Wild... Oh boy, I can't even speak it. That the Wild Winds Ride. Let me repeat that so you can jot it down if you'd like. That the Wild Winds Ride. Okay, so nonfiction. I am writing, and I've already written 50,000 words plus. That's 100 pages to you people in Ruston, L.A. Yeah, nonfiction is about my days as an athlete. And that, that's kind of general, you know, summarization. But yeah, that's what it is. I am a gifted athlete. I was very good when I was young at every sport. I am an all-sport, all-around athlete. That was one of my gifts from God. And I write about that very thoroughly. It's almost like a life story, but not quite. I do skip over a lot of parts. <laughs> we don't want to talk about everything. But the title of that book will be, and Lord knows when it's going to be finished, and Lord knows how long it's going to be, because it's already at 50,000 words. You know, most of my novel, novels average, you know, between 70 and 80,000. So this book is going to by far surpass that. And the longest that I ever wrote in a single book was Beatific. I don't recall that one. Maybe 90,000, 95? I forget. I'd have to look. But I think this book, nonfiction, will probably top them all, and it'll probably be the only nonfiction that I attempt, because it's been hard on me emotionally. But it's been a challenge, too, because I've never done nonfiction before. But what's the title going to be? Here it goes. We Playing or What? <laughs> That's kind of a, an old jab in the, in the gut, you know, the old elbow to another athlete, you know, if you're playing tennis, football, whatever sport it may be, hey, we playing or what? That's the title. We playing or what? All right. So let's get on so we can wrap this up. What are the titles of the 2095 series, parts five, six, and seven? And before I give you those titles, and we're almost up on 20 minutes, I'm here to tell you, I'll drink some more water, but I'm here to tell you part seven is going to come first. <laughs> That's right. They're going to be told in reverse. And if they're made into movies, Christopher Nolan, whatever director gets to be the lucky guy to direct these things, they're going to be in reverse. Seven first, six, and then five. Similar to the Star Wars, what they did. You know, they did it with trilogies. But these last three will be singles. Seven, six, five. So, what will be the titles of these glorious stories? I have them right in front of me. I'll make a little noise. Do, 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 do. 2095 Part 5. Stick 'em up. We've been alluding to that song. 
We even had a little fun with Taylor Swift. <laughs> I played it for Izzy yesterday. She didn't think it was too amusing because she loves the Swifty world. She loves Taylor Swift. Stick them up. It's going to be about intergalactic thieves who also have the ability to time travel. And yes, it's going to involve good old Sephira and some others. <laughs> oh, we're going to have fun with that one, folks. Part six. And that's why Pollux, if you've been paying attention, he has his own playlist on Spotify called Pollux's Dance Party. And yes, he is going to have a Pollux's New Year's Eve party. So stay tuned for that on Spotify, folks. Pollux knows how to pick out music that rocks. <laughs> he knows how to party. He knows how to keep the party going, even in the past. He can rock you from the future, folks. Just wait for Pollux. And of course, some of his favorite music comes from a band that is very much in tune with astronomy and outer space and kick-ass rock and roll. That would be PM5K, better known as Power Man 5000. Yes, these guys have been around for 20 plus years. Yes, their music is a little dated after two decades, but boy, does it work for this series. Oh my gosh, when I'm walking around my neighborhood, I hear their music, even though it's, you know, it's gotten old, got a little rust on it. Oh man, does it work for this series. 2095 Part 6 is called Nobody's Real. Nobody's with apostrophe S. Nobody's Real. That song rocks. Listen to it if you don't believe me. And that's the kind of chaos that's going to go on in this series. And fans are going to love it because I'm going to write it awesome. How are we going to end? How, <laughs> how are we going to end? 2095 Part 7. The Meaning of Life. Well, I can take the the off of there because Power Man 5000, their title <clears throat> of their song, their cool song, is Meaning of Life. And Meaning of Life will have two covers. One that will be the everyday cover that you see in stores or online every day. It will have a picture of the main character, not Sephira, but Cece. Cece is actually a girl from Nick's past when they met in college as freshmen. Cece's real name is Julie. ELO, their Time album, when it was released in 1981, was a track listing that Jeff Land was not happy with. He wanted Time to be a double album, and the record producers, the, the record company, said no. You did a double album with Out of the Blue. Fans don't want that anymore. They want single albums. Jeff Lynn was put out, but he agreed because it was either agree or not have an album at all. So Time came out with its original listing of tracks, as we all knew in 1981, like I knew. And that's how 2095 Part 1 was based on that original track listing. But as fans of ELO, like myself, learned years later, decades later, that there were other tracks that completed this story, that made this story whole, 
And I did not follow that because I just was not really familiar with the, the, the discarded tracks that were on the floor that were left on the cutting floor. But there are a few gems in there. I have learned, I have, of course, I've heard them all since then. They're on, you know, box sets and unreleased, you know, bonus greatest hits and all that stuff. You can listen to them online. And they are good. Some of them are not so good, but some of them are very good. And the best song that was left off the album in 1981 was called Julie Don't Live Here Anymore. Or Julie Doesn't Live Here Anymore. I, you know, it's grammatically not correct, but Julie Doesn't Live Here Anymore. Or Julie Don't Live Here. It doesn't matter. That song is very good. And you can listen to it on YouTube. Let me get some water. And amazingly enough, I never bought the 45s, the little single records. I only bought the cassette tapes. And then eventually the LPs, the albums. So I had no idea that the 45 for the single called Twilight, the B-side was the song about Julie. Julie don't live here anymore. I don't know how to sing, but that's how it goes. She moved away many years before. That's how it goes. Just listen to it. <laughs> ELO's version is a lot better than what I can sing. But yeah, that's the character's name. And the picture of Julie, who is, in fact, the villain from part one, Cece. How? You'll have to read the book. And yes, it's tied into a real relationship that I had when I was a freshman. If that doesn't send chills down your spine, it did when I finally realized it today. I thought, oh my gosh, that's the story I've been telling this whole time. Our story. That's what I've been telling, just in a science fiction way. But that's what it's leading to, and that is how the series is going to end. And I'm not even going to tell you how it ends because it's just too good. Meaning of life, nobody's to. All three of them kick ass, really. But that's it. I'm going to conclude here. We're already at 26 minutes. My goodness. I expected it to be five. But as my daughter says, Dad, you really talk too much. For those of you in Ruston, L.A., I appreciate it. It's been real, but I probably won't be living there. It's going to be somewhere in between, maybe exactly somewhere in between, overlooking a lake with a really nice sunset. And I'm not even going to tell you which lake, because I think both listeners in Louisiana can figure it out. Especially one, because she's been there. She's been there already. Easter Sunday was quite interesting that year. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. Bexer in the morning. Here is the news. We'll return. I just don't know when. But me, the author, Keith R. Reese, will get back to writing what he does best. And that's just writing stuff. Writing books. Telling stories. I am a storyteller, and that's what I do best. Yeah, I'm in IT, but my passion is telling stories. And my mission for Jesus Christ, yes, that's going to happen. But as a couple of priests already told me, you need to take some time, get yourself 100%, because when you start working for Jesus Christ, you need to be 100%. And uh, I'm going to be starting small, just as they suggested, and that means at my local parish, just helping people, helping the parish, 
being a good parishioner, maybe participating in RCIA, helping convert some of those Christians or non-Christians into Catholics. <laughs> Lord knows we need more Catholics. So I will start small. So that's it. Enjoy your Sunday. It's going to be another beautiful day in the South, in Texas and Louisiana, and wherever you are, it's going to be a beautiful day, rain or shine. It is the 29th Sunday of Ordinary Time. The Gospel is a good one. So please go to Mass and go say hello to God. And uh, we'll see you some other time. And to you two you young ladies in Louisiana, listening to this, as you have very, very, uh, what's the word, religiously maybe, uh, very dedicatedly, I don't think that's a word, but you have been listening since the get-go, several weeks ago. And I appreciate it, and I love you both. So, for Jet Bexer, I am author Keith R. Reese, bidding you all, each and every one of you, good day, folks. Here is the news is brought to you by our friends at Spotify. Hosted and produced by Keith R. Reese for Here is the News Podcasting. With a music selection entitled Here is the News, written and composed by Jeff Lynn. Version provided by Music Score, courtesy and performed and arranged by Welsh artist Karen Mansfield. Thank you for listening. <laughs>